Welcome to the Christian Retirement Show, where we discuss all things crucial to planning and investing for retirement from a Christian perspective. I'm your host and CFP professional, Eric Shrum. To learn more about working with me, you can visit shrumpw.com and click free portfolio review. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Christian Retirement Show. I am your host, Eric Shrum, and today we are going to be talking about three types of financial advisors you should avoid. That's right, three types of financial advisors you, as the discerning consumer, should avoid. And I believe this episode is an incredibly important one and will help a lot of you listening as you plan and invest for retirement. Before we jump in, make sure you listen to last week's episode with the one and only, the scuba guru himself, Tech Clark. We had a blast talking about scuba diving and how we as Christians can live a more fulfilling, Christ-honoring retirement. Also, once you finish this episode and you think to yourself, wow, I need a financial advisor I can trust, I am here for you. I help Christians just like you invest and plan for retirement. To work with me, email me at eric at shrumpw.com. That's eric, E-R-I-C, at shrumpw.com. Okay, let's get started. And to begin, I want to give a disclosure. This episode is not meant to speak ill of or put down any financial advisors in the industry. The fact of the matter is that there is a lot wrong with the financial services industry. I think we all know that. And you as the client who's worked so hard for your money deserve to have the full facts behind the good and the bad when it comes to wealth management services. So my intention with our show today is not to put any specific advisor down, but to educate you, the consumer, and hopefully bring positive change to this profession and the amazing work that so many of us financial advisors do to help our clients. So let's get started with number one. Number one, you deserve to have a financial advisor, not a financial salesman. There is a dirty secret in the world of financial advisors, and that secret is this. Many people who call themselves financial advisors are actually not financial advisors. They are salespeople who sell financial products. Many companies in our industry are designed to hire advisors to represent them, the company, and sell their proprietary products. In essence, not providing you with advice to best serve your individual and unique needs, but selling you a product that best serves the company's needs and then maybe yours along the way. Financial salespeople can take many different forms, but let's look at an example 
which is highly prevalent in the industry. And that would be, you'd know it, the insurance salesperson. If you are older than 30, you have very likely been approached by a financial advisor. I put that in air quotes, whose only service is selling life insurance. And again, let me preface, life insurance is an important thing to have. And there are many well-intentioned insurance providers who only sell life insurance out there. But while this person may hold themselves out as an advisor, their real only goal is to sell you insurance, regardless if you need it, and then sell it to you at the price that will yield them the best commission. In addition to this, a lot of these insurance products that are being sold are wrapped up to make them look and sound like investments. But it's very important to realize that life insurance, for the most part, should be used to do exactly what it's called, insure your life. And investments should be investments. Mixing them is rarely a good idea. So if you ever sit down with someone selling you life insurance and they're pushing maybe whole life insurance, universal life insurance, or annuities, you need to be very cautious before signing on the dotted line. These types of insurance products can be helpful to consumers, don't get me wrong, at times, but often, and I would say in most cases, are low-quality high-priced insurance products. Another example of an undercover financial salesperson is a financial professional, let's say, who works for one of these very large, well-known brokerage companies. And while they may hold themselves out as a financial advisor, their real task and job is to generate as much money for the firm as legally possible. And while there are many, many great advisors at large brokerage firms and wirehouses, some that I know personally, the odds are they will be selling you investments that are proprietary to their company or their firm or a company or firm who they have a financial partnership with, not advising you to invest in the best possible investments for your unique situation regardless of what that investment may be. This is a huge problem in our industry. And in my opinion, is something that needs to be remedied for the sake of you, the consumer who has worked hard for your money and deserves the best non-biased advice for your wealth available. Let's move on to number two of the types of advisors you want to avoid. Number two, avoid advisors whose main source of income is commission. In my opinion, commission-based advisors are often the enemy of the consumer. Being paid based on commission really means that the advisor, again in quotation marks, gets paid every time they sell you an investment or a financial product. And very often, advisors who are actually financial salespeople, like we discussed in our last point, fall in this category. There's a number of reasons that commission-based advisors are such a negative to you as the consumer. So first, a commission-based advisor only gets paid when you buy or sell one of their products. That may be a mutual fund. It may be uh, an insurance product product of some sort. We see it a lot, a lot in the mutual fund world, but history has shown us that buying and selling frequently in your investment accounts is a proven way to negatively impact 
your performance as an investor. Commission-based investments also, guys, incentivize the advisor to sell you investments that have higher costs associated with them. Because they get paid based on the size of commission attached to the investment that they are recommending, they have a direct conflict of interest, whether or not they act on it, to sell you investments which come with a higher press tag or ongoing fees. These fees may look like commissions, like sales loads is what they call them on mutual funds. They may call them A, B, or C shares in mutual funds. I'm sure you've heard of them before, where you either pay a front-loaded sales commission when you buy the product or a back-end commission when you sell the mutual fund or investment product. But also many times there are mutual funds and other types of investments that have hidden management fees and expenses within the fund that carry a cost um, that is typically higher than, than many options available. So how do you protect yourself in, against a commission-based advisor? Ask that person how they get paid. Easy enough, right? And let me be clear. I do not believe that an advisor who is compensated occasionally on commission is a bad thing. What you really want to avoid is an advisor whose main compensation has a direct conflict with your best interest. So simply ask that advisor, either who you're working with right now or an advisor who you are looking to work with, potentially how they get paid. And if their main source of getting paid is through uh, commissions or attached to selling a product, then it's probably not the best fit for you. To be safe, look for an advisor who is either fee-based or fee-only, preferably a fee-only financial advisor. A fee and, and a fee-only advisor means really that that advisor gets paid a flat, transparent fee, regardless of the type of an investment you are in. Easy enough and a sure way to make sure that you're limiting the conflict of interest that your advisor has. Okay, number three. Number three is avoid advisors who are not fiduciaries. This is a big one and one you hear about more and more. And that's a good thing that you're hearing about fiduciary standards more and more. And you may, may have noticed a theme in the types of the financial advisors that I'm suggesting you avoid. And that theme is to avoid any kind of advisor who has a strong incentive or bias to put their own interests above your own. Simple. Now, again, I need to be crystal clear. Every advisor that you speak to is going to have the potential for conflicts of interest. It's unavoidable when giving advice or really any profession. And it's true for financial advisors, no matter how they get paid. But what we want to avoid are professionals whose compensation is proportionately tied to recommendations and advice that is contrary to your best interest. A good way to ensure your advisor has minimal conflicts is to look for an advisor who is a fiduciary. And I'm going to read you the definition of a fiduciary right now uh, so that we really get to the heart of what a fiduciary is because it's a word that gets thrown around and I think it's not really explained a lot. So a fiduciary is a person or organization that acts on behalf of another person 
putting their client's interest ahead of their own with a duty to preserve good faith and trust. A fiduciary is legally bound to act in their client's best interest. And I think that's a really important point is that being a fiduciary is not just something that you say, and it's a good hearted term that, hey, I'm going to put your interest first. A fiduciary carries with it the legal responsibility to put your interest ahead of any other conflict that that advisor may have. And the penalty for that is, you know, could be fines, but could be criminal penalties as well on a legal basis. And so that is really kind of that backstop to limit the conflicts of interest an an advisor may have. And are there advisors out there who breach their fiduciary duty and scam their clients or put their own interests ahead of clients? Yes, of course. We've all heard of Bernie Madoff. We've all heard of Ponzi schemes and other kind of schemes out there. But this is a good way to ensure that your advisor at least has that legal responsibility to put your interest first. Now, you may be wondering, how do I find out if my advisor or potential advisor is a fiduciary? And it's actually quite simple. The easiest way that I would recommend you finding out is simply to ask them. Just like when we talked about how to find out how your advisor gets paid, you should just ask them whether they are a fiduciary or not. The other way, and there's a few different ways, but another easy way is to go onto what's called the IAPD website. And this is the Investment Advisor Public Disclosure website. And you're able to look into their filings there. Now, if you're an engineer, someone who really likes to understand uh, and enjoys the back end and the inner workings of how things happen, then that website may be for you. But for the majority of consumers out there, it's probably a bit more than you want to do going on to the IAPD website because there's a lot of forms and legalese. I would say the best way to do that is just to ask them. A fiduciary would likely have it on their website as well because it's something to be proud of. Okay. Those are the three types of financial advisors you want to avoid. I really hope you enjoyed that. And I I hope it helped you learn what to look for and what to avoid as you search for the right financial advisor to partner with. And you know, there's so many financial advisors out there. You want to make sure that you put your interests first, but also find the one that is the right fit for you and that you feel like you have a great relationship with. Now, let's transition to our final notes. And I have two fun recommendations for you today. And the first is the movie Jungle Cruise. It's a movie that's out in this weekend. My wife and I had a little date night and we went to the movie theater for the first time since COVID started, actually. And it was such a blast. And I forgot how nice it can be to just go sit in one of those reclining chairs at you know, the new movie theaters have and just watch a movie. And we went to see Jungle Cruise, which has The Rock and Emily Blunt. And I can't recommend it enough. A ton of fun. Good for kids, too, if you have kids who are maybe a little bit older. 
um, they would love it as well. So make sure you go to a theater again with the reclining chairs and you'll have a great night. My second recommendation as we close out the show today is going to be to enlist your help with my golf game. So I grew up in a country club that had a golf course in Florida, you know, in Florida, every neighborhood it seems has a golf course, but we would play a good amount as kids and never really seriously. Uh, And I also was never very good, never really developed a passion for the game. But this weekend I went out with a friend and played uh, around a nine for the first time in a while and really enjoyed it. And I hit a few good shots part a few holes and now I'm looking for golf tips. So I know there's some golf players out there. If you have any YouTube videos that can help my game or any other tips, send them my way. Okay. I hope you all enjoyed those recommendations in this week's show. Remember to please give the show a five star rating. It helps a ton and subscribe to never miss an episode. Also, remember, I help Christians like you invest and plan for retirement in a way that keeps God in the center of it all. To work with me, simply email me at eric at shrumpw.com to start the conversation. Thank you, and I'll speak to you next week. The content provided is for general information educational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Spire Wealth Management, LLC, and its affiliates. Investment advisory services offered through Spire Wealth Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Securities offered through an affiliate Spire Securities LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and member of FINRA and SIPC.